From the FSU College of Law, I'm Alva Striplin. And I'm Jeff Kahn. Whether you're thinking about law school or are in law school and have no idea what's next or how you're going to get there, we're here to help. From deciding what classes to sign up for as a 2L or hoping for that key internship that will lead to the next big thing, these students are taking taking care care of of business. Today's guest is Kiana Wilkerson. Kiana, welcome to the show. Hi, happy to be here. Good. We're so glad you're here. Um, I noticed you walked in with your coffee, so you're caffeined, you're ready. I'm ready. I'm all geared up. What was in the cup? I have to know, first of all. I recently got a cure egg, so I've just been popping into little K-cups and just kind of being my own barista. Oh, so, so that wasn't really Starbucks. You create, you you no. saved a lot of money by making it at home first and pouring it in the cup. It's the illusion of Starbucks. I, I love have the cup, that. I have the K-cup. <laughs> I have some of the syrup. It's the illusion of Starbucks, and I've, I've successfully recreated it. So, If you add up how much money you could spend at Starbucks when you really make it at home, you're saving yourself a ton. That's like a whole new outfit every month, right? It's true. It's, it's true. totally true. It's a okay. lot of money. <laughs> it is. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So share with us how you got here. I see from your resume, you're from Jacksonville. And we talked a little bit about you kind of a non-traditional path, what I would consider, huh, wonder how she got to law school with that background. So share a little bit about your high school experience and how you got here. Yeah, so I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I went to a performing arts high school. Um, There we had um, arts area specializations. So I kind of specialized in creative writing and visual arts. Everyone was telling me, you should be a poet. You should do this, that, or the other. But I was pretty adamant about going to law school even back then. And they looked at me crazy. They were like, what do you mean? It's like a waste of your talent, but <laughs> but no, um, definitely going through undergrad, I went to UM and then UF and now FSU, so it's my little tour to Florida, but um, I studied business law, not business law, I'm so sorry, I studied business administration, and it was really interesting getting to see a lot of how things work. I wanted to do, um, specialize in marketing and get like a marketing um, degree, but some of the credits didn't work out. So I just um, got my BABA. But um, really coming to law school, I came to FSU because of course it's located in the capital. I mean, the connections, the people you meet, like you cannot pick a better location for law school, to be honest. Um, but even coming here, like I noticed a lot of um, the non-traditional skills that I had from arts and performance um, spilling over. Like for example, um, on moot court and trial team, I use like constantly what I learned from like spoken word and poetry performance to help um, enhance my performances while I'm doing oral arguments. So I don't know if it's, I guess it is non-traditional, but everything's kind of meshed together seamlessly in kind of a way that's really made me realize that this is what I want to do and this is the path that I want to take. I can completely see when you say that how they mesh together. In moot court, you're performing. You are out there in front of people. They're asking questions and you don't know the questions before they ask them, correct? Does that make you nervous? Um... Not necessarily. I think in the beginning it did, but after um, you know, after you rinse and repeat and you keep doing it, eventually you're like, okay, it's not going to be anything outlandish or something that I don't not know. It's always something that you do know, and it's about kind of <laughs> sorry, knowing what you know confidently because yeah. everything kind of harkens back to that. Yeah, yeah, it's like anything else. Practice makes perfect. Of course, right? yes, of exactly. Course. And do you have other lawyers in the family, or are you going to be the first? I am the first, Woo-hoo! and um, currently the only. So it's, it's <laughs> just me. Yeah. <laughs> so you came in. I mean, uh, let me ask you this: Where do you 
where do you want to go? Where do you see yourself in five years? Do you do you see yourself on the litigation side? Do you mm-hmm. see yourself on the transactional side? A little bit of both? I mean, you know, in moot court, obviously, we normally think of as a litigation skill, and you have this wonderful background in the arts, um, which, again, you kind of think of in the litigation realm. But you, of course, have this also this wonderful business background, which you think of on the transactional side. So do you plan to, again, mesh and, and use both? Oh. I'm not sure at this moment. Um, so I know the summer associateship or associate position that I'm taking, I'm hoping to learn a little bit more if there's an area in um, transactional law that I particularly like. At this moment, I know I don't like revising contracts and redlining, so that's out of the question for me. Um, but I gear a bit more towards litigation just because, like you mentioned, um, everything so, though thus far has kind of um, pushed towards that path. But I'm still open to transactional law and just finding anything that I'm really interested in. And this is, I think, again, kind of a misconception. So I'm pleased to hear you say it in the sense of we we sometimes think that there's this very strong dichotomy between, well, business means redlining contracts (laughs) and drafting contracts and sitting in a room and, and, again, not performing maybe. Um, whereas litigation, I'm thinking of the criminal, you know, P, you know, the, I've watched Law and Order, and so that's how the, that's the litigation side. And you're you're absolutely right that um, we have lots of business litigators out there, and they need to understand the business side, the transactional side, to a degree, in order to effectively um, help their client. Because uh, you know, I was struck by what you said about you need to know what you know, and in a sense, you need to know what you don't know. And, and as a litigator, you've got to understand the underlying deals or you can't effectively uh, help your client in that in that arena. Um, so I think it's a great one. It's a great opportunity. I think sometimes, again, students worry that or or think if I'm, I'm interested in litigation, it means I can't be interested in business. And business doesn't equal transactional. Yeah, so um, I'm, ple- I'm very pleased to hear. <laughs> I think you'd be great at it, obviously. Um, you've done so well with this. So, so well, let's ask then. What is you know? You're only a two L. You haven't you haven't had too many in the business uh, classes yet. But what has stru- um, what has stood out to you in the business law classes? What 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 did you learn? Maybe that you didn't know, especially again with your business background. What do you think you learned that you probably necessarily won't ever use? We like to ask that question as well. Um. So. Definitely um, coming from a business background, I will say that in undergrad, they give you a um, like an overview of kind of what's going on. But I'm really happy that in the business law classes I've been taking, I really get to understand kind of the inner workings of everything. And business law, like it's very, very interesting. I learn a lot about this kind of like, I don't know, it gets a bad rap, I feel. People are like, oh, you know, that's boring. That's like numbers, blah, blah, blah. That's contracts. No, it's really about kind of like looking at the relationships between things. And there's so many different avenues that can take. Like, um, for example, corporations, it was very interesting to learn about fraud. (laughs) Very interesting. So interesting that I took a um, seminar class or I'm writing a paper about kind of like how lawyers um, enforce kind of like contracts with employees and how that might be detrimental. Um, and of course, I'm taking tax law, and it's been very interesting to see what the IRS can tax, which is, as I'm learning, a lot. So that's definitely going to be um, <laughs> very helpful to me to know that they can tax everything. Um, I don't know if there's anything that I've always been just kind of like hungry for knowledge that in a sense, I've, even if it's like an interesting tidbit, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I might be able to use that later. That might come up. I will say like 
in some of my math classes, like the advanced math classes, I definitely can safely say I will not use not use much of my calculus classes, but definitely <laughs> business law, I feel like all of it um, will definitely be instrumental in kind of understanding um, litigation or transactional law or just reading contracts, understanding what's going on as I move forward. So I think all of it's been pretty helpful to be honest i think that's a consensus with calculus no one <laughs> no one is gonna I don't use know why that, i took it right? i don't know why i did that or graph a line who really needs to know I, i'm never going to use that i'm not an engineer <laughs> I, I get it i agree with you on that one i remember i'm learning with professor khan i just need to know how to calculate damages and then i'm just perfectly good <laughs> yeah <with that. laughs> yeah now tax that's relevant tax. That, that, that hits us all <laughs> yes the irs i'm learning a lot about them we were using some algebra in, in text too you were graphing lines and tasks? Not graphing lines, oh, but we had okay. some formulas where we had to figure out the optimal oh, yeah. okay. uh, redemption amount. And so that's, I, it's exciting as it sounds. Who personally. thinks this is boring? I, I you know, that's I heard you thing. say students think this is boring. Who thinks that's boring? It's well, interesting. I, we need them on the show. It's fun. <laughs> well, and, I, I, and I'm very pleased again, Ken, I didn't know your background. I'm, I'm pleased to hear you say, again, you have this arts background, because I think sometimes, again, people think i need to do you know i need to be a poli sci major or i need oh. to be a history major and 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 we've had a lot of of music and uh, and arts and and they make great lawyers because i think that they, they don't realize that a lot of that skill set again does come into the law comes into how you help clients um and so it's it's nice to hear and you've of course had great success here so it's it's a uh, it's you've set a nice standard <sighs> It's definitely like, I'm so sorry, like a lot of the creativity I feel like that you learn from those fields really help you, um, even in law school, issue spot. Think about issues creatively and synthesize them. So I definitely think that, um, to echo what you just said, it definitely is. Well, and that is, I will p pitch the transactional side, because as you know, I was the transactional <laughs> lawyer. And, and that is the, that is the shameless uh, tax plug. <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> well, it, it's the creativity. That's the word you use. And I think, again, sometimes people don't think the law is creative. But you're absolutely right that you know, my job as a tax lawyer was to do go from point A to point B. And the client didn't care how I did it, right? And it's like driving the car. But, you know, and so... You try to do it, and, and you can get creative and do the transaction in different ways as long as the client gets what they want in the end. Um, and as a tax person, you can save them taxes. As a corporate person, you can make sure they're not in jail for fraud. Um, and I think, again, people don't always see that creativity aspect. Um, and I think that, you know, I think when they do, the light bulb comes on. Um, but it's, it's a, it is what makes this job wonderful is it's not, it's not filing forms. It's not the same thing every day. It is, yes. you get to use again, the, 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 the best lawyers are the, are creative lawyers. That's what I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Go ahead. This is all about you. So <laughs> yeah. if you have something to say, you say it. Okay. That's what really attracted me, um, to the legal field, to be honest. In the beginning, I was thinking of doing something with, um, I guess perhaps at most on um, the business-related side, kind of like consumer behavior, um, marketing to kind of use some of my um, creative writing and visual art skills to go into that field. But I realize there's so much to do in the law, so many paths, and every day is kind of like the same base rules, but different challenges that it seems like it will never get boring. And that's something that's very important for me is to not get bored with what I'm doing. So that's kind of what drew me to the legal profession, because there are so many possibilities once you get barred, once you get your JD, that it's 
just really a great field to be in. So, what do you? So you said you were working or interning now, or had a summer. What are you doing? Um, so presently, I'm a law clerk at an appellate firm. Okay, and I'm learning just a lot about the appeals process, um, doing a lot of research, just um, getting a lot of hands-on experience, and I guess how court filings work, for example. Mm-hmm. So it's been very. Um, interesting to do that. Um, I have a summer associateship coming up, and I have no idea what that will bring, but I'm really excited for and it. And what's that one going to be? Where is it going to be located? Um, it's going to be here in Tallahassee. Okay. So um, I'm working with Holland and Knight. I'm super excited. Very so that's the, exciting. the business side. So I'm hoping to just get, just dive in and just see what's going on and, um, you know, hopefully find like a little specialization area that I feel drawn to. But of course, if not, just kind of experience all I can that they'll be willing to teach me. Well, they're one of the largest firms in Florida. If not, they're huge. And you'll, I think you'll get a vast amount of experience I'm there. I'm so excited, yeah. <laughs> so you, when you go in, you have no idea what they're going to ask nope. you. you. Okay, first, I love no, it. I'm telling you, first lawyer in the family, my mom and dad did not know what an LSAT was or a bar was. My dad was like, so you're a L2 or an, L, an L1? <laughs> they have no idea what's going on. So we're all just really kind of going into this. Love it. I love it. Uh, awesome. Do you have siblings? I do. What do they do? He's a business guy too. Oh, okay. He's at UF for his um, his business degree. I think he's doing like a master's now or something. So that runs in the family, but maybe not necessarily the law. No, I'm I'm the lawyer one. Okay. He's going to be the the business guy. He younger. <laughs> he's younger than you. He's younger than me. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the diverse background includes three different very well-known schools in Florida. So I have to ask this question. What the heck, man? Canes, Gators, Knowles. Who do you cheer for? Or do you just wait to see who wins and then there you're like, yep, that's me. I. It's really interesting. I will go, um, I will follow like most of their games or I'll follow the season. And I honestly don't know. I have a split personality with that right now. <laughs> Every now and then I'll see the Canes playing and I left UM like in 2018. I'll be like, yeah, we're doing good. And I'm like, <laughs> We wait a second, wait a second. Or, um, okay, no offense to FSU, but I still am relatively new here. And there was a lot of animus from UM and like UF, like, oh, FSU. So every now and then I'll be at an FSU game, like, oh, they. And I'm like, oh my God, no, that's me now. I'm, I'm they. So it's a lot of um, confusion for me as well. So. Well, you know, you are in the land of the Seminoles, so you may want to shift really I'm quickly. trying my best. That garnet, that I'm orange trying needs my best. to become garnet really Oh, quickly. no. I don't wear my colors like that. No, no, no. And I do like the garnet and gold with FSU. The colors are cute. The color scheme is the best. Nice. Out of the three. Um, and I see that you played an instrument. <laughs> That's kind of probably why I'm... Um, do you, yeah. Do you probably, still play? I do. I play the piccolo and the flute. Oh. I was actually on the marching band for the UM marching band, so that's probably why I still feel a little bit more affiliation with them. I was at every football game, every basketball game. I know all of their fight songs. I can still play a lot of like my halftime shows and everything. Um, so that might that might deal with my confusion a little bit too. So, so what do you do for relaxation? Do you pick up the piccolo and so treat your roommates to a little? <laughs> Everyone's told me that it's very um, loud, shrill, and annoying. So I don't think it's kind of the way that other people want to relax. Um, my mom, literally, when I'd be practicing, would be like, it sounds good, but please stop. So um, I kind of just, I don't know, I still feel like I'm a kid at heart. So it's a little interesting um, being a young adult and trying to be a young working professional. I will still kind of watch my old cartoons, just kind of <laughs> lay in bed, you know, tuck in for some reading, the class readings for tomorrow. It really helps the time go by if you pretend like you're reading a story of the law 
Like I did that for corporations. I was like, oh yes, today I will learn about the SEC. Oh, what a beautiful story. Oh, they got caught. Oh, what a what a happy ending. Um, oh so yeah, goodness. I'll usually, I'm sorry, I'm weird. Um, so I usually do that and then just like watch TV, um, play video games, just kind of, sometimes I still paint and draw, but I've been a little tired from uh, school recently. I was going to ask you about the video games too. I see that was, uh, I, I, I want to be when I grow up a video game beta test. So you're a video game girl. What do you like to play? Sorry, yeah, I was just remembering. I feel like all of us, when we were like under 10, we were like, yes, if we could play video games forever for a living and get paid, right. that would be amazing. I think a lot of people want that job. It You're the one so cool. person out of a million that like actually makes money at it. And they're like, I could have done that. Exactly. That's why I was like, it's a lot safer to go into a different field where I can probably be a lawyer, but maybe not be a video game beta tester. Um, so I don't know. I really kind of just like role playing games. Um, so. Like, I really kind of like games that really immerse you um, into kind of the role you're in. Like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Um, I'm a big Bethesda games mm-hmm. fan, like Skyrim, mm-hmm. <laughs> Fallout. I love um, RPGs like that. Um, I also play The Sims, casual gaming. I send my little people to college when I don't feel like doing college. So <laughs> nice. that's kind of how, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm um, at now. Yeah. Good. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to give you a quick pop quiz. Oh, this boy. is not difficult. These are easy answers, uh, quick answers, and we'll we'll see what you got. So, how do you take your coffee? Um, cream and sugar. Cream and sugar. Heavy on the cream and sugar. A little bit of coffee, or more coffee <laughs> than cream and sugar. I, I mean, we had one person in here was like, "Hold the coffee. Just give me the cream hold and sugar. the coffee." <laughs> is it even coffee at that point? If you hold the coffee, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> no, I I actually need it to taste like coffee, but I need it to. I'm a baby, so I I, I can't drink coffee black. Like I need it to be like a little bit sweet. All right, weirdest study habit. Weirdest study habit. I think we heard it. Probably, I think we probably did. yeah. Probably the fact that I, I I read the I try to read the cases like they're little stories. And I'm like, <laughs> how interesting. Yep. I also will, that's the first time I've ever heard anybody. Yeah, say that. yeah, I try to put my friends on, but they're like, no, man, that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> I'm like, no, it it's works. Not. It helps. It clearly um, worked for you. Yeah. Um. I think also in addition to that, um, kind of towards like outlining season, I get really hyper focused, and I can. Not to shoot my own horn, but it's not it's not healthy. I don't know why that's to my own horn. This is kind of like exposing myself. But I can literally just like outline for hours straight. Oh my gosh. It's it's kind of bad for me, but I, I guess I'm not dead yet, so I'm fine. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, you're alive and well. We yes. Can, we can testify. Um and uh must have article of clothing for law school. What you go to? This is gonna be really boring, but I feel like you definitely need a jacket. Oh man! I'm so sorry. It's three. You're like three for three. <gasps> for real? It's yes. so instrumental. Like we need it. I will just like you mean. What kind of jacket are we just talking? Any jacket. So me personally, I get cold very fast. And when you come outside from from Florida, of course, you're like, oh, it's a little hot. You know, I need to be cool inside. But everyone in Florida loves cranking up the AC inside. So it's a drastic change between like hot, swell, like sweltering, and then like cold. And one day I went to work without my jacket and I literally had to go home early because I was like sneezing and coughing. This is true. I, I don't know why. I'm, I'm, just a, I'm, I'm literally like a, a child. But um, yeah, so definitely like a jacket. You have so to keep your arms Slight warm. variation on the a answer. Slight variation. Yeah, the other ones were leaning toward the blazer like for interviews and oh, stuff. Oh, that's but cute. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm I a get, functional kind of guy. I'm functional. <laughs> I'm cold all the time. Air, people blast the air conditioning. Exactly. I'm like, a, like an 85-year-old woman. I carry them on my sweater me with me too. all the time. I have an emergency jacket all 
all the time. Me too. I'm just like, time to whip it out and cool. I have like three in the back of my car. I, I, need, I need a couple of different colors depending on what I'm wearing. Yeah, <laughs> I took it risky today. I will say I don't have an emergency jacket. I figured I have long sleeves. I should be okay. But everyone, um, keep me in your thoughts and prayers <laughs> because if I get cold, yep. it's not going to end well. Yeah, I hear you. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> well, Kiana, we enjoyed it. Thank you for joining us today, for giving us a little bit of your your 2L time. We know it's valuable. Yeah, thank you, Kiana. It was a wonderful visit. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun and interesting just to talk kind of and think about just kind of um, what I'm doing. <laughs> this podcast made possible by a generous donation from Jeff and Aggie Stoops. Special thanks to FSU College of Law's Professor Sean Bairn for creating our theme music. 